What the heck was that? I I don't know, man. Like this 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 is the way it's gonna be. This week on what the heck was that? We we get stupid. Let's get stupid, everybody. How about it? How about we take a minute and we get dumb, and we together as a family figure out what the hell is going on in the world right now. If you were paying attention over the last couple weeks, you will know that a lot of things happened when it came to investment. So I thought I'd make a podcast about it, knowing absolutely nothing and not really having anybody to talk about it with. Just my mind going off and figuring out where the mind of those that don't really know much, who aren't ultra invested in anything, where their minds go. So let's delve at this together. You know what's funny? I was doing that whole movie phone thing. If you're as old as I am and you were around long enough in the 90s, then you know, hello, this is movie phone. Please pick the movie you'd like to see. (laughs) I don't know why I was doing that last week at some point, but you know, it just, it is what it is. So in this one, in this lovely version of what we're doing now, I thought we'd hit a little conversation about what the heck is cryptocurrency? To be honest, I don't know too much about it, so I can't say more than, hey, That's that stuff that's decentralized. Yeah. And it's not real currency yet, but it could be eventually. That's the scope. I just thought it would be interesting to talk about it from the sense of stupid in in that I don't know what else to discuss about it. It's... It is something that I know enough about to know that to put money into it is investing in something that could be the future. That's the most layman's way of describing what it is that I am doing and what it is that crypto is. Wow, that was a lot of is's. But, so background, I use... Coinbase, that's where I do most of my crypto investing. I don't really know many others that do it. You could do it on Pi or SoFi or things of that nature or Crypto.com or, you know, there's a lot of different places. But I use Coinbase because I've been using it for years and I've been investing with them for years. And they've had the most diversified of investments that I could find, in my opinion. So, you know, as for regular investments, I use E-Trade, TD Ameritrade, and I used to use Robinhood, but found that they were assholes, so hey, bye Robinhood. No, but this one's just mostly going to be about cryptocurrency and going through what I'm invested in, why I'm invested in it, and how dumb I feel for leaving some of it last year i was looking through my coinbase account and looking through different investments that i've done in the last let's say 12 months 
just to see where I was at and where I'm at currently. So, just a general idea. I currently have one, two, three, four, five, six different coins that I have some kind of money in. And I am putting money in every once in a while just to keep them moving up and adding to them. That way, if they do start growing, I have some investment in them. And I can truly say I was there when they started. There's Algorand. Now, the reason for Algorand is because on Coinbase, they have a 6% APR. So even if my investment isn't doing great, there's still a little bit of a return on it, depending on how much I have in it. Now, their description of Algorand is, Algorand is a cryptocurrency and blockchain protocol that aims to be simultaneously scalable, secure, and decentralized. It uses a consensus algorithm called Pure Proof of Stake. Yeah, there, there's access to the white papers. There's their official website, which is linked to a very old white guy. So that, find, that I always find funny. Their market cap is $2.4 billion. Their volume is $1.2 billion. Their circulation is $1.6 billion. And on here, it says their trading activity is 66% buy. Yeah. Typical hold time for Algorand, or is it Algorand, whatever, is nine days. Popularity on Coinbase is number 13. Out of what? I don't know. But I give all of that to say, honestly, if you're just going into it with nothing behind real knowledge behind any of these, you don't know what any of that means. Market cap, volume, Circulation supply. I'm guessing those are the three main stats to keep in mind. How much it's trading at is just something they they use for their own purposes. Probably trying to get you to buy more versus selling more. And who holds it? I don't really give a damn who holds it and how long they hold it for. That's a funny thing to add in there. It's like once you hit the nine day mark, are you going, oh my God, I've, I've held it longer than anybody else. I don't know if I should continue. Eh. So, market cap. Just remember, this is stupid. So, we're going by stupid and we're just going to go by what it says and try to define it for ourselves in some way. Market cap, I'm guessing that's the amount allowed to be invested on the crypto market at any given time. So, for them, it would be $2.4 billion. Now, from what I understand from any Bitcoins, from any coins, not Bitcoins, I apologize, from any of these cryptocurrencies that's probably one of the most important parts the cap because it will show you how much is available and how much is trading at that moment the volume of a trade it's 1.2 billion so it's not nearly half of the market cap is you know i guess available that's what volume would mean maybe and then the circulation supply is 1.6 billion so 1.6 billion out of the 2.4 billion is actually moving across the market right now. That's not a horrible amount of the total. And what has it done in the last month? Oh, well, you know, not bad. Current value is 149 and as of on January 21st, uh, yeah, January 21st, it was at 43 cents. 
So, you know, it's moving. Not moving too much, but it's moving enough. So, you know, that's one. Next is New Cipher. Now, let's get into the description of New Cipher. New Cipher, or NU, is an Ethereum token that can be staked to run a node on the New Cipher network. New Cipher describes itself as a threshold cryptography. Oh, my bad. As a threshold cryptography network that provides data privacy and key management for decentralized applications and protocols. So everything's decentralized. Yeah, we get it. Okay, cool. Nice on you. Now, they're, they're a little bit more interesting. Look at this. Their market cap is $292 million. Their volume is $69.2 million, but their circulation supply is $401 million. So you have more circulating than you have on your market cap. Hmm, interesting. So that's actually very interesting. I don't know what that means generally, but it's a it's an interesting dynamic when looking at the previous one that we saw. And when we get into looking at the bigger ones, it's also something else to go and look at. Right now, their trading activity is 30% buy, 70% sell. Tickable hold time is three days. Man, they expect that much of a quick turnaround? I st I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't like the fact that they tell you the hold time. It just it serves no purpose. Now, these guys were at $0.22 cents as of the 16th of January. They're currently at $0.73. Cents. So they've shown an upward mobility in a month. I like that. Now, next one is Civic. CVC. Civic, or CVC, is an Ethereum token used to power Civic's identity verification protocol. Users who verify their information through Civic can then securely share both their info and the verification with service providers, reducing the need for constantly re-verifying their identity in return for this convenience Services providers may provide users and verifiers with CVC. Okay, now this is another one. Now, this might be a trend to look at when you're looking at your cryptocurrency and which ones to buy and which ones to sell. This one's market cap, Civic's market cap, is $314 million. Their volume is $144 million, and their circulation supply is $670 million. Notice once again that the circulation supply is bigger than the market cap. I don't know. And once again, their trading activity is at 46% buy and 54% sell. Now, is that a trend to look at when you're seeing these things? That's always a wonder when you're starting something new and just trying to figure out what it's doing and how this whole system works. Now, these are the big three that I have a little bit of investment in. There's Litecoin. Litecoin. Litecoin is a cryptocurrency that uses a faster payment confirmation schedule and a different cryptographic algorithm than Bitcoin. So you're not Bitcoin. Okay, cool. Got it. Now, notice this. Their market cap is $14 billion. Their volume is $13 billion, but their circulation supply is $66.5 million. So they're not moving too much around. 
when you think about how much they actually have in the market, that's a little crazy. And you notice that this one's a much higher buy. Litecoin right now, is it Litecoin? Litecoin. Litecoin right now is a 62.4% buy and a 37.6% sell, and they have a 98-day hold. So this one holds for three months with most people. That's crazy. Month ago, Litecoin was at 142 and is currently trading at 216. Huh, they're up. Next, we have Ethereum. Ethereum has had a nice little rise over the last couple, over the last year, where it was last year in comparison to where it is now. They've had a huge. Ethereum is a decentralized computing platform that uses ETH, also called Ether, a paid transaction fee or gas, developers can use Ethereum to run decentralized applications, dApps, and issue new crypto assets known as Ethereum tokens. Here we go again, ladies and gentlemen. 280 billion in market cap, 37 billion in volume, and 114 million in circulation supply. So they're circulating, I'm starting to notice a trend. They're circulating a lot less than, you know, than their market cap is. Whew, here's the big boy. Market cap of 903 billion, 74 billion in volume, and 19 million in circulation. 72.5% buy, 27.5% sell, but they only have a 65 day hold. What did I say with Ethereum was? Ethereum's hold is 53 days. Litecoin is the biggest hold right now. I guess people are waiting for a boom with Litecoin. So the last one I'm talking about is Bitcoin. Of course, that's the one. That's the number one. That's the big boy. That's the one everybody looks at. The world's first cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, is stored and exchanged securely in the internet through digital ledger known as blockchain. Bitcoins are divisible into smaller units known as Satoshi. Satoshi. Each Satoshi is worth 0.0000001 Bitcoin. My God. Now, the reason I'm going through all of these is it's hard to understand what it is exactly you're looking at when it comes to these things and where exactly you want to invest. For me, the biggest point of investment was where could I still make money even if they're not doing the best at those moments. So Algorand was my first choice because of the 6% APY. That was a nice little return in comparison to a lot of other savings accounts that don't have the same. And out of everyone that's not a big boy, like Litecoin, Ethereum, and Bitcoin, it had this difference between its market cap and its, cir and its circulation supply. Now, as for the other two, Nifer and Civic, those were randoms. I like them both. I think they're both interesting. I'm probably going to get out of both of them because Nifer has been good. Not Nifer. New, new Fire. New Cypher. New Cypher. My God. My God. I keep calling it Nifer. New Cypher. You know, it's not too bad a place to get out of where it currently is. Because my investment in it isn't too high. I could divide what it is and put it in other things that I like more. But I like New Cypher. It's not a bad place to have some capital in. 
But I would like to have a little bit more with Litecoin or even Ethereum or even Bitcoin. And it's funny, you want to catch, like the stock market, you want to catch a lot of these things on the downswing so that when they do start going up, up, you're attached to them. Because I look, I told you, I look back on what I've been doing. And I'm going like, I had money in Bitcoin last year. I had money in Litecoin. I had money in Ethereum. Last year around this time, Bitcoin wasn't even at 10,000 at that time. Ethereum was barely over 200. And Litecoin was the only one that was up and has actually not had a better year, year over year, than all the other ones. Like Litecoin is actually is down overall in comparison to where it was at last year. Ethereum is up dramatically bitcoin is up dramatically so i say all of that to say it's like how much you invest in these things is always like in any investment it's up to you on how much you're willing to give up and how much you're willing to put in and how much you can for those moments but the other thing with them is it has to be more than just a short-term play and i feel like that all cryptocurrency right now are viewed as short-term quick turnaround plays but these facts in and of themselves are proving that these are long-term, long investments. Put money in, see how it goes, see how everything progresses, and let them play out throughout the whole year. So I think that's the way to go into it into this year. Because all I hear from anyone that talks about it, from anyone who knows anything about it, speaks about it, and addresses things with it, it's, it's always a, oh, that's going to be huge by the end of this year that's gonna do something nobody knows for sure nothing is for sure and it's not a definitive statement to make it's more of a okay we can see the tea leaves there are things that are showing us that there is a wave coming that's gonna hit a different one and i know everybody wants to hit that one that's low right now and all of a sudden balloons into something but you have to be more comfortable with what you're investing in what you're putting towards especially with something that not everybody knows enough about to truly say that they know enough. This is something, even if I knew all the backstory of all these things, I can't 100% tell you that they would be as good, I would be as good at knowing anything more than what I know right now. I'm going based on a lot of my number analysis understanding. I know numbers well enough to understand what's going on and how they work and how they can. So in that, I'm picking and choosing it that way. You need to pick and choose in your own way. And I think that's where people are getting lost in the whole crypto craze. This is, yeah, it's an investment like everything else. And the point is long-term gratification on what it could provide. Because the decentralized nature of it could provide something so much bigger, bigger than what the current infrastructure of banking currently offers because in all honesty what is banking offering in any way that is so much better than what crypto could offer in the next 15 years nothing it's actually offering worse than what anything that crypto can offer in the next 15 years if you're actually taking the time to look at it regular banking institutions are not offering that much better are you gonna are, did you get in the run with gamestop and AMC and any of those? No, most people didn't. Some people got hit hard. Some people, you know, got screwed. It, it's a lot of things that have happened that you should want your money to do a little bit more for you, but you should be willing to 
last with it and even in stocks that you're buying if you're looking for just a quick turnaround then go play day trading have fun with that go do that but if you're looking for something long term then invest in things that you're seeing that have progress and have continued success and I think even in this, in crypto, when everybody's thinking about the future and how the future is laid out with these type of things, I think people need to step back for a minute and realize that it's not just about, okay, quick turnaround, I can make some quick money. It's got to be more than that. Unless you're investing on a higher level than everybody else, where you're putting in thousands and thousands of dollars, and technically that's not what I'm doing. I'm not putting in anywhere near that amount. I put in maybe 250 bucks into this because that's what I can afford for right now. And it's doing well, yes. But that doesn't mean it's doing the best that it could ever do in all of time. No, it's just right now, this is what I can put. So this is what I will invest. And people need to be okay with that. Don't mortgage your home to put into investing into this and hoping that from day one to day two, all of a sudden, it will balloon into something it's never been before. No, take it easy. Put what you can, step back from it, and allow it to grow. Or don't do it. It's okay not to. You don't have to be on every single craze that's out there right now. You can get into it when you are able to. Most of these things are still going to be here in another 10 years. The reason for that is because they're showing a form of longevity that other things haven't in a long time. And that's the point. The more you see of it, you invest when you're able to. And crypto is another way of doing that. Just read up on it a little bit. Get as much knowledge as you can. Understand it. Read the things that are provided in the market that you choose to invest through. And then go from there. And don't let the pressure of what anybody else is making in money decide how you're going to invest long term. This is crypto. What the heck are you going crazy about? You have time. You know? We'll get... There'll be another Bitcoin that will hit 47,000. Or maybe you get a little bit into Bitcoin and it hits 100. Who knows where you could be at? Nobody knows. And it's never decided. But it could be there at any moment. And that would be cool. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be cool just from the fact that you have a little bit of investment that it turns around and becomes something as big as it could be? Yeah, it would be. So, get in when you can and do what you can. This has been Movie Phone. We're here to provide you with the most crypto stupidity that anybody else could provide for you. Because I have only the knowledge in front of me. Thank you. Tune in next week. What the heck? See you next time. Peace!